Jeff White here. This is season two, episode 13, and it's time for Slapping and Rapping. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be listening from. You are now tuned into Taking Over the Globe, brought to you by Eternal Monarch. It's the station with imagination on the quest to conquer the nation, all about shifting paradigms and exposing the dark. Turn up those radios and ignite the spark. your day going i hope you're having a good day hope nobody didn't get on your nerves today <laughs> they didn't get on my nerves today but uh first of all i want to say hey how you doing like i said and um we are now listening to episode 13 of season two yes this is slapping and rapping and if you are new to slapping and rapping slapping and rapping is just basically a informal conversation where I just kind of ramble on about certain things and uh, going on with me, certain questions that have been asked, you know. Um, that, I mean, they could be you for the show, but I don't really, I hardly ever use questions uh, that people ask me. Let me cut this down a little bit. I hardly ever use questions that people ask me for the show, but today I decided to get on here and share a few of the questions that have been asked of me today. <laughs> And uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into a few of the questions. So before we get into the show with this introduction, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to Slapping and Rapping or Internal Monarch, be sure to check us out in the show notes down below where you can find all the other social platforms and things like that down there. And also you can check out some of the most prominent people in the community. Um, and I'll be introducing them later on throughout the show as well. So stay tuned for their commercials and things of that nature. If we make it into that, because this is slapping and rapping. So it's not like a well laid out podcast or anything like that, you know. But um, so a couple of the questions that have been asked today. This just today. OK. Uh, one question was asked of me. Could. Can black people be racist? That's a question. Okay, so stay tuned for the answer. My thoughts on that. Uh, another question um, that came about. I've, I've shared this before with you, ladies and gentlemen, before. But I said, ladies and gentlemen, I shared this with you before. Um, as far as um, could Earth be flat? Because someone came to work today and they was talking about they came across the flat earth theory, you know, and, you know, they heard a lot of different conspiracy theories. But that one just took the cake, you know. And uh, so, you know, I, I kind of jumped in that conversation because my contractor, he likes to joke with that because I I had told him a while back um, before before B.O.B. is a rapper called B.O.B. Uh, I don't know his real name, but the rap his rap name is B.O.B. But before he had got accredited for the flat earth theory, it had already been out. Actually, the flat earth theory is older than the round earth theory. So it's not like he he's the one who came up with the theory. Right. Just like Molly Cyrus is not the one who invented twerking, but she gets the credit 
as if she's the one who gets to, you know, for bringing it to mainstream, I guess. And when I say mainstream, I guess I'm talking about ABC, Fox News, uh, CNN. That's mainstream. But twerking was out before it got on any of these channels. Right. But because Mighty Cyrus did it, all of a sudden it made it into a big thing. And she got the credit, just like B.O.B. got the credit for Flat Earth Theory. Now, my theory on Flat Earth is this. I don't care if the Earth is flat or not. It's not that's not my main concern. My main concern if I told people the earth is not flat, it's round, or if I told people the earth is not round, it's flat, is that gonna stop the corruption? <laughs> is that gonna stop people looking for other people to tell them and dictate how they should live their life? Is that gonna put people back in their seat of power? I doubt it. So therefore that's not something I'm going to cry and, and spill milk over, you know? And so I got told him, like, look, man, I have no problem telling people what I'm speaking from belief. I speak from belief all the time. <laughs> life is about beliefs. A lot of a lot of life is part belief. A lot of the stuff that we talk about, we might know of, but we never experienced it. So therefore, we're speaking from belief, not gnosis or to know, to experience. Right. And I have people, I don't, I don't have people tell I don't have problems telling people this, you know. And so we talked about the flat earth thing, but I don't want to go into that. I want to get into the first question. I end up getting lost if I keep on talking. So I'm going to stop for a second. You hear that person crying in the back? I'm slapping and rapping. I'm in these apartments complex. Somebody out there playing some little kid. But anyway, uh, so yeah, can black people be racist? What's the question that was asked of me today? And uh, my response, hell yeah, they can be racist. And then when I answered that question, they're like, well, I don't believe that's true. Because in order to be racist, you have to have power. I'm like, huh? Huh? What are you talking about? You have to have power in order to be racist. What are you talking about? There's people who live in trailer parks all the time. And they racist as hell. And they don't they don't have any kind of power, you know? You're like, well, that's a different kind. I'm talking about real racism. I'm like, well, racism is racism. Racism, the word racism is just a word to de- describe an action, right? So, therefore, anybody can be racist. doesn't matter if you got power or not. That's like saying, that's like saying, like I told him, I said, that's like, let me ask you a question. Can, can white people love? Yes. Okay. Can black people love? Yes. Okay. Can white people get angry? Yes. Okay. Can black people get angry? Yes. All right. So is uh, is anger and love called different because who's who's showing it, or is it always going to be called love and hate? <laughs> okay. So the same thing with fucking racism. You know, if if you are doing something that's racist, and if I have to define what racist is to you, then maybe you're racist. But <laughs> okay, and if you don't like that, maybe you're a peasant. And if you don't like that, that's because you are a peasant. But if you know what if you know what racism is, you know what racism is. If you if you ever experienced it, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But it's definitely there, you know. And no matter what color you are, it's gonna always be there. I don't really show favoritism when it comes to the truth. You know, if you if you have, like I told him today, you know, if if you have something that can. If I have a belief that's outdated and there's proof that my belief is outdated, well, hell, it's time for me to update that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense. Like, my very, very first show on this, on Spreaker, asks the question, why upgrade your gadgets but not your beliefs? 
It's crazy, right? Like people will, if you know something is outdated, why not up, upgrade it? Well, maybe because we're afraid, right? And the same thing with racism. You know, a lot of people only want to claim that racism can come from one side or the other. But no, racism comes from both sides. And um, it's a mental thing, not a race thing, not a color thing. Because race is only like 250-something years old. So was it Sigmund Freud, he, he, he kind of brought that out more. He put more definition to race, but it's not always been around, you know? So that's one question that was asked to me, you know, can uh, black people be racist? The answer, yes, black people can be racist. Now, the uh, next question that was asked of me was, um, it was more like an insight type of question. It was asking because the person is going through a, it's going through a change at the moment. And so they was asking, you know, like, I'm going, I'm going through this, this spiritual ascension but my my spouse is 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 getting getting left behind. Sorry about that. I had to put my paint down. But um, my spouse is getting left behind, and no matter how much I try to include them in my studies, they are refusing or they don't want to learn. They don't want. They want to stay in the same state of consciousness that they're that they're in. Um, even though we're married and, you know, we're supposed to be doing this as a team, you know, like how can I get them to um, get interested in the things that I'm interested in? You know, again, you know, and I'm like, well, the thing is, you know, y'all have been together for, you know, X amount of years. And during that time, y'all both were seeking the same path. You know, you got both of y'all wanted to get married. Both of y'all wanted to have children um, and both of y'all wanted to devote yourself, you know, to a higher cause. Right. And so that that was that. Now that y'all have been married for this X amount of years um, and you're still trying to extend or excel in whatever it is that you're into. And the other person has hit, has hit the rubber band because the rubber band effect states that you can stretch a person out just like a rubber band. But once they hit that limit, they're either going to snap or going to pop back into position. And and if they wasn't stretching themselves out willingly, but they were just being stretched out by force or some kind of way, then they're going to eventually pop back into their original state that they're all that they're really that they really are. You know, and I like, you know, so that's the reason why this person is um, digressing back into some of the habits that they used to have when y'all first got together. You know, y'all y'all were both young, you know, y'all both experiment with things and things of that nature. And and but anyway, like I told this person, if you just try to keep shoving it in their face, they're not gonna look at it. No matter no matter if they if it's interesting or not, they're not gonna look at it because you're trying to force it on them and people don't like to be forced to do things. You know, like that's why I don't like authority because authority is forced on people. And I'm like, I hate being forced to do anything. I've had authority forced on me my whole life, so I don't like it. You know, I'm an anarchist. I don't care. You don't like that, so what? You know, I believe that I have enough self restraint within myself to know how to treat other people. 
You know what I mean? So I feel like I can be an anarchist, you know, but some people might not have that restraint. Some people who can't even change their diet to like, I can't because I can't. Or I can't because I'm just too damn weak. That's basically the reason when you saying you can't, it's because you're just freaking weak. It ain't no other reason. You ain't got no damn self-discipline. It's all it is. It ain't no other reason because it's the end of the day. Only one person is responsible for your actions. And that's you. Nobody else. So you can't blame other people and you can't blame because you just can't. That's not no excuse. You know, like, why didn't you win the lotto? All you had to do was pull the lever. Well, I can't. I bet you ain't nobody in their in right mind going to say they can't pull a lever right in front of their face with nothing nothing there stopping them from pulling the lever from winning a million dollars. I bet you don't hear them come with no, no excuse like, I can't. Just like there's nothing in your way from stopping you from working out. There's nothing in your way from stopping you to eating healthier. Now, you might say, well, Jeffrey, there are certain things that could be in the way from you working out. Yeah, you, you ain't got no money to go to the gym. Do push-ups. Push-ups don't cost nothing. Do sit-ups. Sit-ups don't cost nothing. Well, okay, well, okay, well, you got around that one. You got around that one. But um, there, are, there are hindrances for people um, eating better. Eat less. Eat better quality food, eat less. Like, you know, if you're going to spend money on fast food or cigarettes or whatever, you can put money in your, in your food, right? I mean, there's excuses for everything. You can make an excuse and make it work if you really wanted to make it work, right? Just like there's solutions for everything if you are looking for them and you want them to work. So I say, well, I told this person that in order to get this person to change their views or change the way they are Looking at this information is you have to change the diet because that's one thing that the spouse done. They change their diet. And once they change their diet, they begin to um, rise in consciousness. All right. They started floating up. Their water started to was starting to float to the top because look at and that's why I say change your diet, because look at. um Look at your body like a cup, all right? And look at all the junk food and bad acidic sugars and stuff like that. Look at that as oil, okay? And look at alkaline food, fruits, veggies, and things of that nature. Look at that as water because that's, that's basically what it is anyway, all right? And you are what you eat. So, again, the fast foods and the sugars and stuff like that are oil and the veggies and fruits are water, now, so you put a lot of your 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 fast foods and your sugars in your body. So now your cup or your body looks like a cup of oil. And at the very bottom, there's just a speck of water because you don't eat healthy. Right. Well, imagine if your cup, somebody can throw a camera into your cup. All right. They throw a camera into your cup, a little mini uh, with a GoPro, a miniature GoPro. They throw that into your cup of oil. And it, it starts to sink beneath the oil. It goes beneath all the sugars and all the all the bad fast food and stuff, right? It, it, so it goes down. But the only way down, what? It can't see anything. There's a black screen. Why? Because the cup is contaminated. It's tinted. It's, it has black oil all in it. So you can't see right. I mean, you might not even be black oil. It might be like, you know, pin oil. It might be like that that. That beer color oil, you know, and so you might be able to see through it, but it's not a clear sight. You might see, but it's kind of kind of distorted a little bit. Right. All right. So then the GoPro finally hits the bottom of the cup. 
where the water is at. So now the GoPro can see, but it still has a couple of speckles of oil on the lens because it had to go through the oil. So it's still dirty, even though it's in this clear liquid, the lens is dirty now because it has oil all over it. And so now when you're inside this clear water where you are able to see, you can only see a little bit because you have these spots all over your daggone. Um, you have these spots all over your, excuse me, your, your, your perception, right? So changing your diet helps you to... Um, changing your diet helps you to clean out your cup. We're going to take a break right now because I have to pour up some more paint real quick. So let me pour this paint up real quick and I'll get back right back on. So what we're going to do is we're going to listen to the commercial and we'll be right back. Let's see where I can find the commercial. Here we go right here. I was moving pretty quick. <laughs> that daggone song, that song ain't number like 25 seconds. So I'm like, man, I got to hurry up and pull this stuff up, right? But uh, so, like I said, you got to change it. You got to change the the, um, the oil in the cup or the liquid in the cup in order to change a person's perspective or change their views or help them change their ways. Like if a person is stuck in their ways and they can't get out of it, change the diet for like 30 days. Change the diet for like 30 days. You know, the person I'm talking about who gave me this question, they, they stopped eating pork. Um, and they had really, really, really bad sinus um, problems. But when they stopped eating the pork, they called me like, hey, I don't have any sinus problems anymore. You know, it's like, this is amazing. I'm like, yeah, man, I know, man. Just imagine if you give up, you know, this or you give up that and see what else can happen. What else you notice, you know, um, as far as your body um t- Starting to heal itself because, see, here in America, at least, I don't know about other countries, but here in America, we are eating to die. We are eating to die here in America. And and the people who control these death boxes, they know it. They know it. And you know what? The people who go in and eat them, include myself, you know, we know it's, it's not good for us either. But we still go there. Why? Because it's convenient. Which means what? We're insane. <laughs> yes, we're insane. I'm insane. You're insane. But at least I know I'm insane. You know, and, and I'm working on trying to become more sane and not really continue to go along with the program, you know? So I gave up a few things. I can't give up everything, you know, until I learn how to plant my own food and grow my own crops and stuff like that. I have to rely on the system a little bit, but I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to have to rely on the system completely. You know, and um, so, yeah, changing the diet, because like I said, your cup is a cup of water. Now, once you start eating more veggies and fruits or just putting more water in your body in general and you start flushing out the oil, overloading the cup so that the oil can spill over top. What's going to happen is, first of all, the person is going to start saying that they actually have power. They actually have power to make changes in their life. All right. They're going to see that they have the power to change programs inside of them that have always been there um, that they never questioned. 
You know, you never questioned the program. So if you never question the program, most most of the time people won't challenge it. That's just like the government. People won't challenge the government. Right. They go with the program. Well, same thing with your body. Once you start to challenge your body, start challenging who's in control, who makes the rules. Then you start putting yourself back in the seat of power. Then you stop waiting for someone else to give you the information and you start looking for the information. You go from being reactive to becoming proactive once you start changing your diet and eating a little bit healthier. Because what it does, it, it actually activates it actually activates your inner Internal monarch. It activates the monarch within you. It's like, hey, I'm a ruler of my body. I have to make sure that this kingdom is being ruled properly. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's that. So we're going to leave it at that. I don't wanna go too far into that because, like I said, these are just questions and I don't want to have to make a show out of these things. So that was the answer for that. Um, what other kind of question did I get asked today? Um, I got asked about the. About the changing your perspective, changing your ways. I got asked about the flat earth. And I'm going to go ahead and get back on that for a second. Because, um, like, how many, do you speak from belief? Is everything you say speaking, or do you know for a fact about everything you speak of? Or or, or how much of it do you, do you share with people that it's belief? You know? I mean... I'm a Pisces, so that that goes with belief. I believe. If you ever hear the maximums of certain zodiac signs, you know, then that's the maximum of Pisces. I believe, you know, and so I'm okay with that. But like I said, some people don't like. Some people don't like that, even though they know they're speaking from belief too. <laughs> you know. Like, for example, like my contractor makes fun of me that I believe the earth is. Well, I don't believe the earth is flat. I don't really know what the earth is. But, you know, like I told him, um, whenever someone brings up a point such as like the, um, the the math formula on how to find the curvature on something. And then, and you know, and that's something you was taught by your teachers and your scientists and stuff like that. But then when you use it to try to find out the curvature of earth, it doesn't add up. Something comes, something comes back wrong all the time. You know, I'm like, well, that's the, you know, that's a red flag for me. It, it might not, might not mean the earth is flat, but it definitely means something they told me ain't adding up right. <laughs> you know, and uh, am I, am I cynical? Am I, am I skeptical about, you know, authority or people who claim to have authority and they always tell the truth. Do I have, do I believe them? No, I don't believe them. I was so grateful for my upbringing, you know, growing up, I didn't like it. I was, I was pissed off about my upbringing, but you know, the life lessons I learned were lessons that I had to learn in order for me to be who I'm going to be or who I am, you know, and who I'm becoming. Because I'm never going to be the same person. I'm a, my son. You know, that's the thing about you know. I've been looking, looking into. I'm gonna change topic real quick, but uh, I was looking into um, astrology. You know, I look into astrology and whatnot. And um, you know, I listen to Vedic astrology because it's more accurate when it comes to the dates and times. But I resonate with Western astrology when it comes to the placements of my planets. Um, I mean, both of them I do, you know, and so this is this is why I want to talk about astrology before, because when I look at the difference between Vedic astrology and I look at the difference between Western astrology, I know we kind of went from 
practical conversation to esoteric conversations. So if you um, are not into these type of topics, you can go ahead and turn it off right now. Because from here on out, we got like a few minutes left, <laughs> 20 minutes actually. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, get into some other fringe topics for now, okay? But, um, and then I'm actually going to talk about this astrology thing. And I'll probably go ahead and cut it, cut it short, you know, because this is just laughing and rapping out a whole show. But, um, so this is what this is. I'm gonna share this and then we're gonna go. Shut up, Jeff. You just said that, right? But, okay, so Western astrology. Here's my insight that I got from Vedic astrology and Western astrology. My insight is that Vedic astrology is, well, Western astrology, let me go start with Western astrology first. Western astrology shows shows the individual where they are in this incarnation. All right, Western Western astrology shows the individual where they are in this incarnation, where they are going, and what they're experiencing in this incarnation. These are just insights that I've gotten from studying both. However, Vedic astrology. To me, it seems like it's, when you look at your chart, it seems like it's trying to get you to live your next incarnation in this life. Like, because, and why I say that is because in Vedic astrology, I have a cancer ascendant. Cancer means someone who's caring, someone who nurtures. I mean, I do all these things, you know, but... These are things that I'm learning to do, right? I'm learning to become these stuff. I'm, I've, I've always been the kind of person, but um, I'm learning to become more, better, a better person when it comes to this, right? But anyway, so, but in in, in uh, Western astrology, I have a Leo ascendant. You know, Leo is more of, you know, uh, me first, royalty, always trying to take care of his kingdom and his people, you know, almost like a cancer, but cancer is a little bit more emotional. Now, the reason why I like the Vedic astrology or Western astrology more ascendant more than I like the Vedic astrology is because I am emotional. That's not a, that's a no brainer. Anybody can tell you that I'm emotional, but I don't show emotions that well. I kind of hide emotions, my own emotions. I'm, I, when it comes to other people's emotions, I'm, I'm always there. But when it comes to my emotions, you know, I just kind of like box them in or I don't really fully share myself with people. Um, then that comes from a lot of the childhood trauma and neglecting and all that other extra stuff that I didn't get when I was a kid. And, um, so, you know, but that's that. But yeah, I've been listening to, and also in Western astrology, in Eastern astrology, my son is in Pisces still. I still have the same sun sign. The only difference between the sun is the house because in Western astrology, my house, my son is in the eighth house and in Vedic astrology, my son is in the Ninth house. Now, again, like I said before, as far as going from one scene to the next, um, huh, man, as far as going one scene to the next, again, my in Western astrology is I'm I'm living this incarnation now. You know, the sun being in the eighth house with me, someone who's secretive, someone who um, deals with a lot of other people resources and. Death and trans, uh, uh, what is it? Transformation, things of that nature. That's the eighth house, right? That's what I do now, right? I, I'm also uh, you, 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 you also do a lot of work with things that are hidden or the unseen, like doctor work or ambulance or 
health care like I've done, right? Now, like I said, the reason why I think astrology, the, the two, one is about one's about living now, one's about preparing or trying to trying to bring in the next incarnation in this incarnation or live up to that incarnation now instead of waiting until you die and come back and reincarnate it, right? Well, well, my son being in the eighth house in this incarnation in Western astrology, it's going to, and it's supposed to be going in, in Vedic astrology. It's in the ninth house. You know, it's almost like everything I'm it, it, put it like this. When it comes to Western, my Western chart, everything I'm supposed to be learning in my Western chart is reflected in my Vedic chart and my Eastern chart, and it's, it's reflected as if I'm I've already learned the lessons from my Western chart. That's all I'm trying to say. It's kind of hard, but. You know, I've been listening to my son in the eighth house compared to my son in the ninth house. And I definitely resonate more with the son in the eighth house than I do with the son in the ninth house. Uh, you know, I do. Um, but they both have they both they both have truth to them. So that's why I have a hang up when it comes to astrology. I have a hang up. I haven't figured out which system. I'm sorry, I was turned the wrong direction. But I haven't figured out what system I want to use because I haven't figured out which one resonates the most with me. You know, a lot of people like the Western astrology because it includes all the planets. But like the outer planets don't really have any type of effect uh, on you individually compared to like all the inner planets. So that's the reason why Vedic astrology does not use them. Because they're more like a generational effect compared to an individual effect, you know, and so that's another reason. But yeah, I haven't figured out what system I like. So uh, let me know if you listen to this show and you like astrology. Let me know which astrology system you like and why. Um, if you have you looked into both systems, the Vedic and the Western, or have you only looked into the Western um, system and just stuck with that one? All right. So we're going to get up off of here. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for appreciating. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. For tuning in today and um i guess we got off with the star time x song so ladies and gentlemen i thank you for tuning in and i'll check with you another day According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension The things that I mention, take your mental body through ascension You can spend your time and pay attention The currency breaking, breaking on us to get dementia Overstimulating the mind so we won't listen Plan with the words, something like a magician with my hand and come and into a musician Vision that I mention Take your mental body through ascension Since you spend the time, pay attention Well, Blaine, what are we going to do tomorrow night? Guess Oh yeah, trying to take over the world Right